How is everybody doing this fine Friday morning? I'm going live twice today uh, before, well, by before 1 p.m. And then I am going to be off for the afternoon unless I decide to come in and fuck with people. So my name is Alan Roberts. In case you are new here, this is Alan Roberts Uncensored. Uh, and for those of you that are watching on YouTube and being like, I thought it was just Alan Roberts. You can bite my dick. Uh, but also, um, I am putting all of these lives up onto my Spotify channel, Alan Roberts Uncensored. It's my podcast. I'm going to be putting all of my content there uh, because YouTube is a bunch of pussy ass bitches who will literally strike you down for speaking true shit. And today we're going to talk about some true shit. Um, I, uh, I'm going to say hi to everybody here in a second, but for those of you that don't know, my, you know, Bethany Frankel is from the Real Housewives of New York originally and then became a mogul. I've been a fan of hers for a while, uh, and she probably has no idea who the fuck I am. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but we're going to discuss today how she outed the entirety of the fucking uh, medical industry as drug dealers. They're just drug dealers. They, it, it's just flagrant, like, drug dealing. I don't even know how what other way to describe it. But I did also want to say, for those of you that are wondering, this is Alan Roberts Uncensored. You can get the link to the podcast right here. You can also get no morbidity uh, at the Tiger Fitness sale that's happening right now. 15% off for Easter, all top brands. That does include Ambrosia Collective and uh, no morbidity. So 15% off. If you would get the six-month six bundle for no morbidity and add 15% off to it, you're paying something like a dollar a day for no morbidity. It's saving you probably five to six dollars a day in food, minimum. So uh, we have many people that say that just being on no morbidity by itself is saving three to four hundred dollars a month on their grocery bill. I know personally, my grocery bill has just absolutely plummeted. Uh, especially like part of it is that we we uh, grow some of our own stuff, in, in, you know, the sprouts and stuff like that. But even just food-wise, I just don't eat as much food, especially when I'm when I'm on all three Ember, No Morbidity, and Product Two. The my lean out is going to be so easy. I'm not hungry at all. Bare, I mean, I'm eating high quality meats because I can afford the higher quality meats because I'm not spending money on on a bunch of other bullshit. So please do check that out. Plus, the deals are amazing because it's 15% off, and if you order more than $99, you get free shipping and 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 you get a free box of Outright Bars as your sweet treat for the day or week or stuff like that. The cinnamon, uh, this, the cashew cinnamon, the cashew butter cinnamon donut is by far the, the most amazing travel uh, thing I have. So I love it. But I'm going to say hi to everybody, and then we are going to talk uh, about Miss Bethany Frankel. Uh, Snootful, what's up? Chad Blackman, how you doing? Shy, Jen, uh, Loretta, Snootful, Lady Hawk, how are you doing? Angel, Loretta, fat girl, fat chicken a barn. You, your, your name always makes me laugh. I love it. Grand Rising, y'all. Going to listen on my walk. Grand Rising. It sounds kind of preachy, but I like it. Um, whole crew. Julian, how you doing? Uh, everybody, Janet, uh, Doug, Dawn, uh, everybody, have a great fucking uh, day. At, at least Easter is still useful somehow. It gives it gives a discount. I mean, I think Easter is what you make out of it. Oh, what's up, Lindsay? How are you? I mean, speaking of somebody that doesn't celebrate Easter, happy Easter, everybody. Uh, I, I, it's a whole other topic, but like the difference, look at <laughs> deadlifting. Uh, it was a long fucking day. Um, but 
the the world's gotten so crazy. Like, let people fucking do what they want to fucking do. It's crazy. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Here we here we go. Bethany Frankel. I wanted to go through this uh, very quickly. Not very quickly. I, I want to fucking talk to you, motherfuckers. But anyway. This is Bethany Frankel. I have no idea how old she is, no idea anything like that. Blah, blah, blah. She's probably about my age. Um, and for those of you that don't know, she owns like 25,000 brands of shit. But we are going to talk about this one video because I found it extremely telling. This is no Zempic, so please do listen. Oh, what the hell? We're going to restart that, obviously. Here we go. All right. Talk about Ozempic. So, so, so for those of you that don't know, by the way, Ozempic is a GLP-1 agonist uh, that is an artificial version of a hormone that is your body creates to tell your stomach that it's full and it slowers gastric emptying, meaning digestion. Um, no morbidity, in my personal opinion, does a far better job of this at a fraction of the cost. Um, I mean, we can't like, we're just a supplement, even though we're, you know, that makes it so we have very, very, very minimal side effects. And this side, these drugs have massive side effects and massive cost. Um, I don't understand why people wouldn't choose the natural, like try the natural path first, like ancient methods with, uh, modern, uh, ancient wisdom with modern uh, methods, uh, that no morbidity is, but, and we have people producing vastly better results, by the way, 20 to 25% body mass loss. Uh, in seven to eight months on no morbidity is very common uh, for for larger people. It's very, very common. So, but for people like me, like I'm just in complete control. I'm a binge eater. I haven't binged in two years. I'm just in complete control of my binging, you know? So many people are talking about what celebrities are taking it, who's admitting it, who's not, and why is it bothering people so much? I'm just going to say this, by the way. Who gives a fuck what other people are taking? It's a whole natty or not thing. You people are fucking just serious fucking losers. I mean, like, I, I understand, like, if somebody's going to be like, you know, I don't take anything, but you can look like me if you do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Liver King thing, that dude's obviously a fucking douchebag. But uh, because he tried to make a living by by saying, look at me and do this. Like, I personally think you shouldn't look at the body of your trainer. Like, people shouldn't come to me to get big shoulders because just because I'm genetically predisposed to big shoulders doesn't mean I can help you get big shoulders. You know, like people have asked me before, like, what can I do? What, what's your shoulder routine? Like, how can I get shoulders like you? So you can invent a time machine, have your mama go back in time and bang my daddy. And then like, you know, I mean, maybe that, maybe it will help you. But, um, and then, then it would cause, it would fuck up my life, of course, because then my dad would have banged your mom, you know, um, it'd be fucked up. But anyway. They feel like, I think, People are taking the easy way out um, or it's cheating. And there are many different ways to think about it. So one. So here's my here's my take on it. If you're morbidly obese, if you're fat as fuck, uh, there's no easy way outs. There, there is none. There's no easy way outs. Uh, at all. Whatsoever. Like you're fat. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be easy. You're gonna have to maintain that shit forever. If you're 100 pounds overweight, you might as well just consider the fact that you have an eating disorder, uh, even though society tells you you don't. You've eaten yourself to 100 pounds overweight. You know, it's fucking crazy. Uh, but listen, listen to what she's saying here. Way is, it is taking like a shortcut, but so is 
gastric bypass and so is the lap band. But this is going to be scary because very thin people who have body dysmorphia and eating disorders are going to be taking this. I mean. So here's my question. The cavalierness that she is about how famous people and rich people just get to get whatever drugs they want, whether they're meant for them or not. You know, like we're not talking about like illegal substances here. We are talking about substances that need to be gotten from a doctor. A doctor needs to prescribe you and they're supposed to be prescribing criteria. So a skinny person, like she's very sure that skinny people in Hollywood will get prescribed this, will be able to have access to it when in fact they don't meet the criteria for subscribing, for, for getting it. Like she is openly stating that there is an absolute culture of just being able to get whatever drugs you want from the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry for people in Hollywood. And I just don't get that. You know what I mean? Like, like, do we realize how, like, they shouldn't even be able to advertise. Like people should, people that are on this medication, like people should not know it. Like what happens between you and your doctor is what should be, what happens between you and your doctor um, if you want to broadcast it, that's fine. Little fucking weird. Little fucking weird. But um, like everybody's in, selling everybody's business is that it's causing people to do shit like this. But the the other stance, the biggest thing I wanted to point out is she is talking about an open culture of rich, famous people just being able to get whatever drugs they want from their doctor. That is not health care. That is drug dealing. That that is being fucking pusher. You know. I've heard in communities like, like Boca or like the Upper East Side that this is rampant and crazy. Okay. How is it rampant and crazy? How is it getting prescribed to so many people? These things are only supposed to be prescribed to people who are obese and have one other condition, such as type two diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, something like that or people that are morbidly obese? How is even an overweight person getting like getting prescribed this? How is a person that is of normal weight getting prescribed this for just 10 extra pounds or something like that? For, so you couldn't get ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, like they would try to literally take a doctor's medical license. There are still some places where the doctor cannot prescribe you ivermectin one of the most safe, effective drugs. It won a Nobel Peace Prize for its use in humans in 2015. It's been around for 60 fucking years. It's probably saved tens of millions, 100 million lives by now. Safe, effective, used by fucking tens of millions of people. That we can't have. Like, you, like, the, like doctors, the FDA, the government will step in. You can't have either of those two things. But this woman is talking about a culture for rich people that they can get drugs that aren't like we know have very deleterious side effects, need to be taken forever for the results to last, have been shown that they absolutely fuck up the person's body. Like they actually fuck up the person's body. They tend to regain weight at a higher rate than what they lost the weight. It shows that unlike no morbidity, which no morbidity has thinogen in it, and thinogen helps with the uncoupling of the protein-1-NAs in adipose tissue. So it, if you're in a caloric deficit, it makes it more 
uh, appealing for your body to go to the fat stores because it's easier for them to break down because the protein one ace is already uncoupled. This actually tends to have people lose more muscle mass than just losing weight like regular. We're prescribing these things with like possible like cancer causing, thyroid tumors, nausea, everything like that. These are being prescribed pretty much, it seems, at will. Like she's describing a culture of they just go tell their doctor what they want and the doctor prescribes it for them. But we couldn't for three years get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, which are proven safe and effective uses. Doctors weren't allowed to prescribe them off label, but we can like it's such a rampant thing to prescribe this off label for people that do not meet the criteria for it, that somehow, like, are, are, are we going to pretend this is about health at all anymore? Like, this is just another step in proving that it's just drug dealing. Like, the government has put a stamp of approval on these drug dealers, that they are the approved drug dealers they're even allowed to advertise on TV, on children's shows. But if you grow a plant in your backyard, they will arrest you. They will arrest you for growing a plant for your own personal use in your backyard. But this, she just says, you can just fucking get whatever you want. That's fucking crazy. Okay. So many people are accusing people who have never been thin in their lives of Ozempic because it's just, or Ozempic adjacent, one of these other like knockoff or generic ones. So, uh, and people don't want to admit it because they want it to seem like it's like blood, sweat and tears and who cares. But years ago, um, when I was in my, just real quick note. And we, I mean, we, I talked about this. I was literally just talking about this earlier today on a call with a client. Blood, sweat, and like blood, sweat, and tears is if you want to do what I do. Okay, like for real. Like if you want to look, have a like if you want to be an athlete, especially as you get older, that takes some some grinding, you know, grinding your teeth to it. That takes that takes some some pain, right? It just does. Um, if you just want to get healthy, there should be no blood, sweat, and tears. Like if you're a hundred pounds overweight. There should be no blood, sweat, like there's going to be sweat, but there should be no blood and tears. It should be like, you should like it. Like there's probably going to be some tears in you coming to the rationalizations of why you've abused yourself to get to the point where you're hundred pounds overweight, of course. And you're probably not going to be too, like for many people, like I'm very lucky. I lost hundred pounds. I love how I look. I fucking love how I look. I really do. Like, I think I look better uh, now and then I did it forever. I'm very fucking lucky. But for a lot of people losing 100 pounds, you're not going to look how you want to look. You just need to come through the grasp uh, of that and that, like know you're healthier. But no, no, no real weight loss is sustainable that happens through severe restriction or severe pain. Like none. Like no, no, you can't really lose weight in a form of like serious pain and restriction and expect that to be the livable lifestyle you're going to stay at to keep that weight off for the rest of your life. Like, I think it's important. In fact, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna like redo this real quick for everybody. But for most people that need to lose a substantial amount of weight, the whole, you know, gritting through it and doing whatever it takes and putting yourself 
you know, very in very, very serious restriction and pain and stuff like that, that it's not going to produce lasting results. No consistent and sustainable weight loss happens through feelings of severe restriction or severe pain. Like you are not going to be able to do that forever. You may be able to temporarily lose weight in that fashion and even temporarily keep it off. But eventually, if you haven't built a lasting, healthy lifestyle that you enjoy, where you enjoy how you live and you enjoy what you do, it is eventually going to creep back up on you. The weight will eventually creep back up. That's something that you can like that is almost undeniable. The biggest difference is between people that lose weight and keep it off for good is that they've developed a healthier lifestyle, which is what we help out with our coaching. But you know, there are tools, and I'm not even saying Ozempic and these GL, GLP1s aren't a tool. I'm just saying that they are being marketed as an easy quick fix. I mean, for those of you that have been watching this for a long time. Our non-stimulant, non-based appetite suppressant, no morbidity, which, by the way, you can get at AmbrosiaCollective.com, TigerFitness.com, uh, Vitamin Shop. When I go up to talk with Mark here soon, we're going to be talking about other places that it can be found at, too, because we're going to be putting one in other places. But people that use this, I talk to them all the time, how it is just a tool, even though it actually shows to be more effective for many, many people uh, in their weight losses. Again, we have people losing 20 to 25 percent of their body mass in the course of just seven to eight months. Versus the bragging of Ozempic of 20% in 78 weeks and showing regain towards the end while needing to stay on it forever. We want people to be able to go on no morbidity, help it, uh, have them use it to help them build healthier lifestyles, focus on getting good hydration, good sleep, good stress relief, and mindful choices with the food in states in a state of diminished hunger and increased stress relief. We want people to get better sleep because we put some, and that's why we put some stress relieving uh uh, components into no morbidity to help people get better rest. We want people to be able to analyze how food treats them. So in a state of diminished hunger, because no morbidity actually kind of blunts the biological mechanism creating hunger in your stomach, instead of producing a, an artificial hormone to blunt it after it's already there, no morbidity, slimaluna and the other components help avoid the hunger to begin with. They help like kind of minimize stomach hunger. So in a state of diminished hunger and increased stress relief, the person works on healthier lifestyles and then they can slightly come off of it. There's three capsules in the main dose of no morbidity. Then we have people, you feel you're good, you're at a good weight, you're sustainable, go to two capsules. Okay, your hunger is still good, go to one capsule. Okay, your hunger is still good, go off. Okay, your hunger is still good, you are not regaining, you have reset your healthy lifestyle. And if you ever fall out of that healthy lifestyle, then you can go back on no morbidity again and repeat the process without worrying about very serious deleterious side effects or massive cost as no morbidity again is $39.99 a month before any of the deals. And again, 15% uh, off deal at Tiger Fitness right now. So if you get the six month package, it's like $30 a month. It's a dollar a day to save you tons of money on your grocery bill and tons of money on uh, future health costs because you are going to help build your a new lifestyle. These GLP ones, can also be used as, uh, you know, for that, but they're not being marketed to. They're being marketed to as just like kind of a quick fix and all the Hollywood celebrities are using it. We very much need to help people build a healthier lifestyle. So I'm not against any tools. I just want the tools to be used as they should. And of course, I believe that there are better, safer, more natural alternatives that are side effect minimal or side effect free, such as no morbidity, compared to things that have very high costs, $1,400 a month, as well as a black box label warning on it for uh, thyroid tumors, as well as severe nausea, those sorts of things. 
and showing that people tend to lose more muscle than fat when they use Ozempic versus uh, no morbidity because no morbidity has uh, a substance in it that helps uncouple the protein one NAs of adipose tissue. So if you are in a caloric deficit, it will go to your fat tissue for energy versus your muscle because it's more advantageous and easier for the body. So we absolutely need to help people with all these tools. I just think that this is done wrong because no, no consistent weight loss, nothing will last. It happens through severe restriction or severe pain. Have a good day. So we're going to go back to her now and see if, what else she has to say. Then we're going to do some Q&A. 20s, people were taking Ma Wang and everybody thought it was going good. Like it was Ma Wang. It was a diet pill. Just like so many. It's like Fen Fen, right? Many other things. Just like when Oxycontin came out, it was to battle and combat pain. They were going to take away pain for the country. Take away pain for the country. They're drug dealers. Pharmaceutical industry is drug dealers. They are they are the government's drug dealers. And not until a couple of years later did we see the side effects and the after effects of communities being destroyed and people addicted and it really, really ruining the lives of people, of communities. I mean, it was a disaster. It yes. is a disaster. The opioid yes. crisis started with a seemingly positive drug that would alleviate pain. So this is a seemingly positive drug that's going to alleviate uh, and reduce obesity. Problem is it is for um, di diabetes and they're selling it in Mexican pharmacies and airports. And now I'm hearing stories, the stories are trickling in. So now I'm hearing stories about it being a mood alterer. So first of all, anything Huh? It makes you nauseated and throwing up, like vomiting and um, not wanting to eat could affect your mood. Like it's weird. You know when it's weird when like you're. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a, if you're in, in a state of discomfort, of course, it's going to affect your mood. This is the first time I'm hearing anybody make the claim that these uh, that Ozempic and Wegovy and these drugs have a mood altering uh, component to them also. Although, although now that I think about it. It does, it does state that there's like risks of suicidal ideation, I believe, it does, it does, or it does state that people shouldn't take it if they're prone to suicidal ideation. Like you're not supposed to take Ozempic if you, if you have depression. Show me a fucking 100 pound person, the, the person that's 100 pounds overweight that doesn't have depression. Like they're, they're prescribing this for children now, right? Like you're going to prescribe a, an, a weekly injectable medication to a child because they're so fat. And expect them not to have depression. It's clown world. It's completely ridiculous. I, I mean, again, I could destroy these people in debate by asking a few questions that they couldn't be able to answer. But this is the first time I'm hearing about mood alterations. Besides the depression thing. Hungry, but your body's not hungry or whatever. So that's one just obvious um, feeling. Or I will say that... Um, as I do believe that no morbidity works even better than these than these things, I will say that the ab the feeling of absence of hunger is something that I had to get used to, especially. And this is no shit. I when I first started on no morbidity, like after like four days, it really kicked in, and I was like, wow, maybe something's wrong with me because I'm like not I'm just not hungry at all. And of course, I'm eating very low carb and stuff like that too, right? Already, so it's like hunger's gone, gone. Like I'm not even thinking about food. And for somebody that binged almost every day for like ten years. That's a big thing to not think about food. It was crazy. Like it was such a relieving thing to the point where it almost freaked me out a little bit. 
Uh, I, I remember talking to Crystal about it. But then when I went on product two, Ember, and No More Video altogether, it's like the complete absence of hunger cues for me and thoughts of food, right? So that's not necessarily a bad thing because I still get to enjoy food. Like I am still, I, I, in fact, I feel that I enjoy food much more now. Like I enjoy the flavors of food much more now and the, uh, the actual like act of eating a lot more because I take my time a little bit more. I'm not, and I'm not hungry. So I'm not shoveling food in my mouth as if it's going to be stolen from me. Uh, and I tend to like savor the, the, the bites a little bit more, but uh, so I'm not saying like the absence of hunger is not necessarily a bad thing for people that need to, or the very serious minimization that like no morbidity gives is not something that necessarily is a bad thing at all. I think it's a very positive thing and it helps people adjust their lifestyle, which is also another reason why I like no morbidity uh, versus these things. Because again, just like the earlier I discussed, you can then go from the max dose down to two, down to one, then to none, and then pop back on for very, minute, very, very low cost compared to uh ozempic again because like this actually pays for itself uh probably by most people's accounting but it's an interesting that she's on an interesting tangent here or side effects but i'm hearing that it's affecting people's personalities because i just heard a story where someone said that they were spending time with someone that they know and that they're on ozempic and lost a lot of weight but that they're like very mercurial their personality is very very sort of snap and nasty and i have I, mean, I cannot believe it's like these people are in any like it does not sound like a pleasant experience you have to inject yourself with something that is hugely expensive like eat like like if you're paying out of pocket you're paying thirteen hundred dollars a month you have to inject yourself in the stomach once a week and then every tier because that the it's it's so hard it's such a harsh chemical because it's a chemical it's such a harsh chemical that they have to give it to you in doses and your body needs to start tolerating it. Like you shouldn't have to tolerate shit. Like, I mean, like your, your body's going through enough already. Like I just, I will always go with ancient wisdom, modern tech, modern methods versus the chemicals. I will always, always, always do that. Always. Had an altercation with someone that has a very mercurial personality and they were, she really likes that word mercurial, doesn't she? Or on uh, Adderall previously, which is another thing people have done to lose weight. Another thing misproperly used to lose weight. And I'd like for somebody to tell me the proper use for Adderall. Just on a tangent. Because giving like uh, the approved drug dealers uh, version of meth, because that's what Adderall is. Adderall is the approved drug dealer version of meth and by approved drug dealer, I mean the pharmaceutical industry. Um, I, as, as somebody who could literally probably be the fucking poster child for ADHD, I wanted anybody to tell me how taking something like, you know, you know, uh, the government's version of meth would help with that. I, I just can't see it. I've never taken Adderall, so I don't know. I've never taken it, but for a high process ADHD person, like right now I'm thinking about 4,000 things. Like right now. And I'm still able to talk to you guys, kind of, sort of. Um, but as somebody that has what would be considered flagrant flaming ADHD, I could not imagine taking something like that and having it be better for me. Because even if it cleared my mind, the amount of energy, like when I get very, very, very hyped up, it's hard for people to understand me. And the impulsiveness 
would just be ridiculous. Like I, I get, I get too impulsive after like one of the reasons why I don't take a whole ember is because it's like fucking crack to me. You know, I, I'm down to one cup of coffee a day just because I want to be able to be much more focused. Right. I, so I just still, I still, just a side note, I would like for anybody uh, to tell me the logical pro progression behind, besides, you know, behind giving somebody with a hyperactive de attention deficit disorder speed, you know? And this person like would snap, you know, when someone just like, is like, like a, like really snaps and it's just irrational. Well, that's what's being explained about this weight loss drug. And the person who I just was spending time with who snapped and had like this irrational response is definitely the type of person that wants the quick, quick fix and to lose weight. So I mark my words. We're not mark her words. Not going to hear about the shit show of this for months and years to come. I completely agree. Mark her. I mark my words next to her. Next to her words, they're not going to. And not only that, but like I bet you there are tons of people that are having very serious negative side effects from Ozempic already, Wegovy already, and they're just not talking about it because. That's not where the advertising dollars go. Like you don't, the news, the news channels are not going to cover anything negative that happens about Ozempic the same way they won't cover anything negative that happens about the vaccine because the people that pay them, the advertising dollars are the ones producing the vaccines and Ozempic. The drug dealers are paying for the advertising to your children right now. The drug dealers and the people pushing unhealthy foods are the ones that are controlling the news right now. Believe that shit. The like the people that are paid for, bought and paid for by big food and big pharma and the healthcare industry, they are in fact people that own the politicians and own the media companies that are telling you what you should do. Believe it. Believe it. That's why they won't take anybody opposing them that's why they won't take any criticism that's why they, why they won't give light to anybody that even says hey maybe we should we have a different way of doing things because they can't answer questions they can't deviate from the narrative because the narrative re re you know relies on everybody locking in step saying the same shit just like the mainstream media has done about the vaccine about covid about now as i warned you the massive influx of weight loss pharma and surgical uh, methods, weight loss pharma, and surgical methods to in fact get people unfattened. They're the push is going to be incredible. It's going to be enormous. This is only the start. Wait till they actually start shifting a little bit and saying, we closed that. Like they are going to blame fat people at some point in time because indeed they used fat people as an excuse to close the country. They... I personally think we shouldn't have closed anyway, because if you were at risk, you stay the fuck home. But they, they, the powers that be did use the level of public health and how fucking shitty it is in America as an excuse to lock us all down. So if you don't think that eventually they're going to get to the point where like, you need to lose weight, you absolutely need to lose weight. They're going to, they absolutely they're going to, because now they can make money from you. Now they can tell you to get a surgery. They can tell you to get Ozempic and they can tell you that it's just genetic and it's not your fault and it has nothing to do with your lifestyle. Take this injection for $1,300 a month. That's what they're going to do. 
So we're not going to hear about any problems with this stuff for a long fucking time, if ever. Like, this is why it's important that we do have TikTok and we do have Twitter and we do have Rumble and we do have uh, Spotify and we do have places that the truth can come out because the main social medias and the mainstream media are only going to tell you and only allow the speech that presents the vaccine and Ozempic and anything else from the approved government drug dealers, the pharmaceutical industry, in a positive light. This is just reality. People need to get there faster. But anytime people are buying things in Mexican pharmacies and on the internet, because they're not going into their doctors and taking away diabetic medication, it's going to be a fucking shit show. So Ma Wang ended up killing people that diet fen, fen, yeah. pill in my 20, 20s. It was like everyone thought it was, oh, this age. Now, she did just say that, like, people aren't getting like they're getting it from Mexican pharmacies. I'm I'm I am unbelievably sure that rich famous actors who and uh rich rich people are not going to mexico to have to pick up ozempic to lose a fucking couple pounds they're going to their doctor and their doctor is writing a prescription because their doctor's a hoe your their doc the doctor is literally a hoe at this stage most doctors especially like if you have a doctor that will perform plastic surgery to remove the breasts of a 12-year-old girl because she thinks she's a boy, you don't think they're going to give rich people a weight loss drug that they're not necessarily, like, you know, the target for? Really? The healthcare industry is out of control. The government is making, you know, the, the people in government, just so everybody understands, have you ever wondered how somebody can be in government and they came from being, I don't know, a bartender? Um, like AOC and they go to government, they get paid a hundred and some thousand dollars a year to sit in government. And then the next thing you know, they're worth 40 billion, $40 million. How the fuck do you think that happened? Wake up again. I'm going to remind you that the people that spend the most money for, you know, in lobbying and in advertising, is big food and big pharma, big food, big pharma. How, how do you, how do you think all these politicians are making mad ass bank? Right? Like Elizabeth Warren tax the rich woman's worth almost a hundred million dollars. Now her wealth increased in the pandemic by like $40 million. You don't think that pharma paid her. Asian, Chinese, I think it was Chinese diet herb because it was herbal that it's okay because it's for diabetes. It must be okay. Well, things have to be used for what they're used for. Like Not necessarily. A lot of drugs can be used off label. They they A lot can. And I'm not even saying that the, these GLP-1 agonists should not be used off label to help some people with obesity, especially if you have type 2 diabetes and you're already going to be taking this. I have no idea why. Like any obese person has type 2 diabetes. This... It, I, I'm not necessarily saying we shouldn't put them on this. I do think that we should try lifestyle mitigation first, and we should try to have people as off of pharma as possible. I mean, most of the diabetes medications uh, that are given to people are, have a natural counterpart that normally does better. Like metform metformin is inferior, in my opinion, of course, to berberine and multiple other substances, especially when you combine things like uh, berberine, banaba, and uh, a, a patented one that actually outperforms both berberine and banaba that I will be announcing here before too long. Um, 
I would imagine like it, berberine has already been shown to be more effective than metformin for blood sugar regulation, inf inflammation. It tends to be better than metformin because there's no side effects. It's a lot less expensive. Oh, and by the way, it's been shown in like many, 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 many studies to be better for women with PCOS than metformin. But most of you who have PCOS out there, most of you ladies that have PCOS, your doctor has probably never even mentioned berberine to you. They probably never even mentioned this to you, even though that there are many repeated clinical studies that show that berberine is in fact a natural compound that is more effective for blood sugar regulation than metformin. It's just, it's, this is a true statement. I can back this up with multiple, multiple statements. And many of you are probably sitting there wondering like, why is this angry bald dude telling me information that my doctor should have told me? And I would say, yeah, why? Why? Because I'm saying like, you don't need to, I, I'm not saying your doctor's wrong. I'm saying I'd like to talk to your doctor of why they've never told you about berberine if you have PCOS. I'd love to hear it. Do they not know? That's a problem with their education. They're supposed to be healers. They're not supposed to be drug dealers. They're supposed to look at the most effective and easiest and less, least amount of dangerous, like return on investment, bang for your buck method to treat your health. So if you have a compound such as, I don't know, berberine, that has been shown in many, many, many studies to outperform metformin and has no side effects when metformin would have, does have side effects and is more expensive than berberine per dose. Why are we still prescribing ad nauseum, the one that's more expensive and has possible side effects that's artificial versus a natural compound with less side effects that shows to be more effective? Why? Oh, money, because it's berberine is a natural thing and can't be patented where metformin has a patent on it and the pharmaceutical industry, you know, the approved drug dealers make money from it. I could go on about health, uh, about uh, healthcare pharma for weight loss and how it is very clearly profit driven only. It is not even looking out for the best interest or long-term interest of the patient. Berberine has been around for centuries and used as blood sugar regulation for centuries. Metformin, not so much, you know, Ozempic, these Ozempic and Wegovy and everything like that. Everybody's like, we're pushing this on everybody, even children, even children, like the, the like they're prescribing Wegovy and Ozempic to 12 year olds, 13 year olds are getting their stomach cut out. And we're not talking about natural methods instead. Like we have a world to save. We need to make America healthy again. And that is not going to be done through approved drug dealers. It's not. Natural compounds, ancient wisdom with modern methods. That's what will get us to health, in my opinion, of course. Actual pain patients need actual pain medication, and it kind of almost absorbs it. It doesn't get them high. People who aren't experiencing severe pain should not be taking pain medication. So, um, and pain medication overall is a really fucking dangerous game and not to be played. But this Ozempic thing is going to fucking go sideways. So, and all the other copycat names too. So I completely agree with her. It is going to go sideways. Um, and I'm going to talk to, I'm going to do some Q&A. Then I got a few more clients. Then we're going to talk again at noon. I have, oh, by the way, at noon, did I tell you I'm going to go live again today? I'm going live again today. I'm going to fuck shit up today. So.
AOC's family has bank. AOC's personal wealth grew because she took lobbying money. Period. I don't give a fuck about her family. Uh, spot on to tell the truth. Berberine is magic. Wait till you see what we have next. I'm telling you. Mark and I, Mark, myself, our crew, Crystal, we have some shit coming. First of all, For those of you that are and I'm back. I have no idea what happened. I have no idea what happened. I am back. I am back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Everybody. Hello, I'm back. Uh, let's see. Big Pharma just got him. No shit. So it's not your connection. No, it's not. No, it's not. YouTube's probably not happy about this, which, by the way, folks, just in case you don't know, uh, again, YouTube can fuck off. Uh, but uh, I just released right here. How's everybody doing? It looks like uh, I'm having issues with uh, uh, with my Wi-Fi right now or with, with the router. So uh, we, we will be having fixed up if it's a conspiracy theory. It's true. No shit. No shit. Um, YouTube pulled the reverse. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I, I can tell you that I am going to do what I can to get this up and running for my, for my next stuff. So I am going to hop off now. You can check out No Morbidity at the uh, Ambrosia Collective, TigerFitness.com, and at Vitamin Shop. Oh, and by the way, just in case you see up here, 15% off at Tiger Fitness uh, for the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 15% off for the weekend for Easter. Go get you some No Morbidity right there and join the Alan Roberts in my, or Alan Roberts Uncensored uh, podcast on uh, Spotify. God damn. 